Yeah, I'm holding it right now. I can't even believe how small this thing is. Episode 25 of Elder Speak, the official podcast of Elder-Geek.com. I am Gavin, the news editor for the site, and I am once again your host. Joining me this week is Kip, our public relations director. Hi. Dear God. And with uh, with us, again, is Mats, our senior editor and all-around awesome admin. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I am now leaving this podcast because I don't want to do this. Okay, all right. I'm just going to sum up the episode for everybody real quick here. Our topic of the week this week is the holiday season, the upcoming months leading between now and Christmas, and all of the glorious, glorious games coming out for it, and whether or not uh, we're going to go through them and say whether or not we're going to buy them, rent them, or don't care about them. Uh, we also got some news to go through. We're just going to walk through that, or we can geek, and we're going to leave, it, as always, with Mops pimping and making fun of you for not properly subscribing to our podcast on YouTube and I have mm-hmm. Facebook and iTunes. Yep. There, we ready? We good? Okay. See, now you've ruined um, the whole thing, because you know, now right. they know what I'm going to do, so it's just... Spoiler tags, everyone. Spoilers. Yep. Um, all right, Kip, why don't you take us through the news, then? Okay, so in the news this week, uh, the PlayStation Room. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Um, that, is <laughs> that is actually what it's called. It, sound, it sounds like a J-horror film. But uh, Tokyo Game Show announcement, the PSP is getting its own version of Home, meaning the uh, social environment that the PS3 currently enjoys. It's going to have a more anime, kind of avatar aesthetic. And it's basically just going to have the similar functionality. Uh, you could connect wirelessly to other people, walk around their houses, chat with them, and generally interact. It's kind of like it. It feels like, from what I've seen of it, it looks like Gaia Online on a PSP. So take that as um, you will. Yeah, I think they went with the anime stuff just because of the limitations of the hardware. Yeah, I believe yeah. that was actually a quote. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I don't know. I guess I just. I mean, yay for if you're into that. I don't go on home on my PlayStation 3, and I'm certainly not going to go on home on my PSP. So. Yeah. Well, I already listed my reasons how we, I, uh, Sony can get me on home, but otherwise, yeah, I'm I'm not particularly interested, even though it's anime now. But uh, what's next on the list, Kit? Wait, what we wait, doing? wait, but that's a plus? Yes, I, I enjoy anime. Uh, just because of the art style or what? Well, the art style, sure, I mean... It's well, I'm, aesthetic, I'm, I'm, but then again, it is a free. It's a free social network. Well, yeah, but you know I'm thinking I, in terms of in terms of you know uh, versus the realistic uh, graphics on the. Well, uh, yeah, realistic directly in the pit of the uncanny valley. But um, 
understandably. I mean, that's just my personal preference. I mean, I'm not trying to dump on anybody here. I right. like anime, well, so I, I like anime style. Why not rock here's on? The, uh, here's the other thing about PlayStation Home. is in, in the realistic graphics, it makes everybody look like they're like 35 years old, though. You know what I mean? Or, like when I walk around or home, 17. Even if, even if my guy looks like, yeah, even if my guy, like I make him look exactly like me, when you look at him walking around, he looks like he's just like this 35-year-old man. <laughs> Dude, and, I, and I'm so angry because I was trying to make myself, and it, it's just, you know, all the faces are Neanderthals. There's no, yep. no, <laughs> there's no way to create my bone structure. It's impossible yeah. in the game. I mean, it's probably much easier for you guys because, well, you're Neanderthals, most of you. Thank but, you. Thank no, you. Well, I mean the bone structure, of course, not the intelligence yeah. level. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's annoying. Oh, it's that annoying. makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the other thing that I always find is like they don't have any in betweens either. It's either like it's either like plain hat or cowboy hat that shoots snow. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like <laughs> it's like how about just like a backwards cap? You know, <laughs> like yeah. just somewhere well, that's in between. And I actually, that's because you have to buy sensibility, Kip. <laughs> Microtransactions for the win. But, but, but I, I think we're. I'm just, I'm just gonna jump off, uh, off topic a bit here. I can't create an avatar, an Xbox 360 avatar of myself either. Uh, somehow, it just doesn't work. But I can create a Wii or a me or whatever, uh, yeah. just because the simplicity of it allows me to fill in the gaps with my mind, you know. So yeah. I, I think actually. It's a very good point that the more complex and realistic you have things, the less intuitive and and less recognizable it's going to be. So what was really cool was um, <clears throat> a long time ago, like in the game Tony Hawk's Underground, uh, they had what was called like face mapping, where you'd actually take a picture of yourself, upload it to this website, and then you could actually put your face on your character. So it was literally your face. And so I don't see why they don't still have that technology, and they still don't use that. So. I think it's, I mean, it's it's not as widespread uh, as it should be, perhaps. But I mean, they use it in a bunch of EA games and Ubisoft games. I think they do it in um, in Fight Night, don't don't they? And they also do it in all the Tom Clancy games, the uh, Rainbow Sixes, and the um, and the. Uh, I think they, well, they basically do it in every game. They have people yeah. as the main character. I don't think they do it in very many games at all. I think you named no, them all. No, but but in every in every Tom Clancy game, so not Hawks, oh, obviously, okay. but yeah, but you know Rainbow Six and and uh, what's oh, okay. one thing in all games they have people. <laughs> Ghost Recon. So, I I think we've killed the PlayStation Home. Now it's dead. It's buried. We we stabbed it. We murdered it. It is dead. Yep. Um, no, you know what? You know, hopefully, all, play, all PlayStation Home needs to get me back on it is making it what they promised from the beginning, where I can put up a TV in my little apartment and watch one of my videos off my hard drive. If they get that feature, I'm, I'm in 100%. Because you know what that means? You can watch videos with your friends. Yeah. Like, right now, if, if I wanted to watch, I don't know, fucking Transformers or whatever, and I have it on my hard drive, and I go, hey, Mots, you want to watch Transformers with me? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, come over to my home apartment. We can both watch it off of my hard drive. That would that's be you... awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's... that's what they promised. It's not something like what they're doing with Netflix Netflix on Xbox? I don't know. 
Where the, if you both have Netflix subscriptions, you can actually watch the movies together and talk and all that stuff. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. I know I you're saying that. Yeah, go ahead. I know there is a joint viewing option on some Blu-ray discs, but um, yeah. again, not sure about the 360. But again, we're very off-topic from home now. So <laughs> you get get back on. Summarize. Yes. Get, get back on. He wants to watch movies with his friends. An alternate reality where Transformers is worth watching, um, <laughs> and hopefully, um, this this shift to PlayStation Room on the PSP and it's you know downgrading to anime aesthetics may make it more like a meet where it's easier to create and it's much more simplistic and all that stuff. So to so to you're trying to sum to, this up, right? Not open up ten more topics. <laughs> yes, yes, thank so, you. Very much. Okay, save me, thank you. save me. Do another Earthworm Jim HG remake. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, hell yeah, that game is awesome. Uh, I haven't played it in a while, and I'd like to play it again. And I'd prefer it if I could play it with awesome visuals. Although, I don't really think, with the image they posted, um, I don't really think the difference is, you know, huge. Hmm. Um, it, it seems like they haven't really added any lighting effects or anything like that. It's just basically all the sprites have been redone, and all the models and all that have been redone. And and to me, that's just that's cool and all. But I don't know. I expected more in the vein of maybe Banner Commando, yeah. rearmed. <laughs> I don't mean the animations in that game always just really weirded me out. That game uh, just weirded me out as a whole. <laughs> it's 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 completely insane, and that's why it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, how he stretched his brains and shit. Like, it just, like, his head, how it stretched and stuff. That weirded me out. You know it's a worm, right? I understand. They, you know they do stretch in reality as well. Not yeah, that much, of course, but... Left. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. Did you just did you just say that that was okay because it's re- realistic? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I just... I, I maybe... <laughs> I, I thought maybe you thought it was a human being. Okay, no, I understood that it was yeah. a worm. Because I have the IQ it's of over a three. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Earthworm Jim. It's not a creative thing, yeah. but... So. Okay. Yeah, rock So, Super Rock for me. Turbo HD Champions Edition. Remix. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Hyper-fighting, <laughs> the World Warrior. Pack on your own. Ultra. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who hates this idea? Me, me, me. I do. Me. Yeah, I actually don't. I, I mean, I expected it, and Street Fighter Four is not the first game to come out with a a huge pack of content on disc afterwards. And I like the idea of eight new fighters, so I'm good for it. But then again, I didn't buy Street Fighter Four because I, I've lived for longer than five years, and I understand that Street Fighter has like twelve different versions. So intelligence, yes, intelligence for the win. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I think I think this is just cheap, uh, and it's and it's and just because they've done it before doesn't mean it's right. I mean, before they didn't have the internet uh, connected to every game system, so you know whatever. But well, they don't the games need to... were like a year apart too. Like they were like two or three years apart. You know. Yeah. Um, the thing that gets me is this is a classic case of them cutting out part of the game so that they could resell it later. Because yep. you're going to tell me those characters weren't already designed. You know what I mean? Like, like after they finished the game, you're like, you know, maybe we should actually add these guys. Yeah, yeah right. They were at, they were there from the beginning. 
It was just it's just BS. So I'm not gonna say that they were already designed, but I mean they could have, and they certainly had it in the back of their heads that they could add them. Um, I mean, I think some work went into it after the release of the first game, obviously, but uh, it's just, you don't need this to go retail. Uh, and, and I mean, it's superficial upgrades. They're not building a new engine here. Everything mm-hmm. can be done through DLC, so they should do it through DLC, and they should do it cheaply, because to be honest, adding a character, although it's a big deal to some extremely hardcore fan in an arcade or in a smaller basement. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I like the game moderately, but it's just yeah. Strange. So I actually I actually didn't like Street Fighter four at all. And I love Street Fighter two. But I just didn't like Street Fighter Four. I, I thought at the gra- I thought they turned everybody into the Hulk. So I think the characters looked completely ridiculous. I mean, completely ridiculous. And then on top of it, I thought, like, the whole, like, ink shit, I thought was really stupid looking. And I thought the difficulty was absurd at some points. So Yeah, it, it was very hard. Yeah. So. I thought Seth was majorly overpowered. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and he didn't even, he doesn't fit. He's That character does not fit into Street Fighter. Like, it... He doesn't even make sense. Like, how it's just stupid. Like, he, Street Fighter is like, hey, there's people from every part of the world, and then it's like, here's a superhuman being with a yin yang who can has a superpower. Nobody has superpowers like that in Street Fighter. They have really simple little superpowers. Like, I can shoot up one little blast at you. Not, I can suck you into my stomach and shit. Like, that's too much. So, yeah. Blanca being electric was like the craziest thing they were allowed to go with. And they just like stumped on that. And it was like, here's something even crazier. <laughs> so. so anyway. Okay, okay moving on. Funcom <laughs> lays, yeah. off, lays off and Secret Lay- World. <laughs> Funcom layoffs, sorry. Uh, and yeah, Secret man. World. Uh, sorry, I didn't com- finish that sentence. Funcom yeah. is laying off some people. I think it's 20 people. Uh, for those who don't know, Funcom is the developer behind... Uh, uh, games such as Age of Conan and uh, what's it called, the Dreamlands or something. Um, and they're also behind Dream. the Dreamfall. Sorry? Dreamfall, that's right. Sorry, play the game three times. I can't remember the name. Uh, anyway, and they're behind the upcoming MMO Secret World. Um, basically, which looks, which looks sweet. Yeah, that looks amazing. But then again, so did Age of Conan. Uh, so, <laughs> dude, no, Age of Conan did not look sweet, dude. Age of Conan. Yeah, that's a point, though. <laughs> Secret World actually looks sweet in my eyes. So. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Funcom is a Norwegian developer. They're the only Norwegian developer, so this kind of sucks for me. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I mean. They should have seen this coming. I mean, they can't all of a sudden after a... I mean, yeah, we could say failed uh, release of uh, Edge of Conan, where they lost a bunch of money because they spent over $100 million on it. I mean, it's it's easy to see why <laughs> why they shouldn't immediately start up with another big project like this. Um, so, Albeit a very cool-looking project. Do we know if this is going to impact... The um, release and/or production of Secret World. Uh, Do we? Yeah, Secret World is delayed by a few months, apparently, uh, according to the mm-hmm. communications um, 
guy at Funcom called uh, Erling Ellingson, which is hard to say in English. So, but um, basically, uh, it's not going to affect uh, Age of Conan, which is still, you know, modular. Uh, but it is uh, going to uh, delay the secret world. But okay. what are you going to do? I think I'm going to take this next news story here because it's more um, on my speciality here. Uh, Assassin's Creed, in addition to having bloodlines on the PSP, now um, now has a DS entry into the franchise, Assassin's Creed 2 Discovery. So um, also those of you uh, will remember that um, the original Assassin's Creed had a game on the DS. Which I hear is great. Something. Which I hear is it really look good. look impressive to me, um, but then again... I was I'm very skeptical on most franchises moving to the DS from console, but um, am I. Just, yep. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden was good. Dragon but. Sword was impressive, but then um, but that usually tends to be the exception to the rule. Although um, Assassin's Creed was definitely more than I expected, but then again, my expectations weren't particularly high. Uh, um, if, if if you actually uh, the the first one Assassin's Creed for the for DS that was actually a 2D game. Uh, yes. They completely divorced it from the other game in, uh, with everything except for the story. Um, and what I hear is that it, that it actually elaborates quite a bit, so it's supposed to be quite good. Um, <coughs> thing about it is, is like this is true for Ninja Gaiden for the DS as well. Like, it's not so much that it's it's it. They are like really cool games, but they're just it. There's no reason it should be called a Ninja Gaiden game. It should just be its own mm-hmm. game. And that's what I think. That's what I think happens with a lot of these re- remakes for DS or whatever, or side stories. Is they're just like cool ideas for games, but they have to. In order for them to sell, they have to like package them in a in a popular game outfit. You know. Yeah, and I mean, to me, I don't really mind this that much because it 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 does you know build the story. Um, whereas with uh, with Ninja Gaiden, I don't think anyone could ever possibly care about the story of that game. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's strange, uh, but but I do. I, I like it. I like the idea of it. I might buy it if it gets good reviews from yeah. us, of course. I just feel like with games like that, Ninja Gaiden in particular, like Ninja Gaiden, that's a great game without it actually being called Ninja Gaiden. But in order for it to sell, they have to package it in like a Ninja Gaiden outfit or whatever. And so, like, I, I, I kind of don't like that, but I mean, I understand why they do it. And it, I mean, more, most likely, I would never have played that game, you know, had it not been, had it not been uh, called like a Ninja Gaiden game or whatever. So I'd say you might play it just based on reviews and and word of mouth, but you wouldn't, uh, yeah. you wouldn't have followed it as much as much as you probably did. Um, Absolutely. To me, it's 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 yeah, it's exactly the same. I do forgive Assassin's Creed, for example, more just because it does, you know, build on the story and the world, uh, which is always nice. Um, but they clearly do it just for sales. So I mean, they could have built the story in other ways, for example, adding it to the main game or releasing DLC or whatever. But they chose to do it this way um, to to put it on the DS, a platform where it doesn't necessarily fit. Uh, because yeah. of its open world, you know, amazing graphics nature. But at the same time, if the game is good and the story is good, I'm not going to complain, you know. But the thing is, um, okay, like, and the, hold on a sec. When I, when, the thing is with that is, to me, okay, 
the PSP version of God of War. That is a God of War game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything about it, they brought it over to the PSP. You cannot tell the difference between that and the that and the PS2 versions. That's mm-hmm. that's why it's God of War on PSP. That's why that game's awesome and it's the best PSP game there is. I mean, according to most people, at least who review games. Yep. But like to me, the Assassin's Creed game is not going to be able to be Assassin's Creed on the DS. Exactly. It's be some, and to me, that like regardless of how the story gets pushed forward, like it's just not authentic to me. Then you know. No, but I mean, I think you have. I'm to not be. getting the experience. Then I'm not playing. I'm not playing Assassin's Creed. I'm playing some other game that's filling an Assassin's Creed story. Yeah, I, I agree, and uh, that's why I think it's less than optimal. But at the same time, uh, if I enjoy it, I enjoy it, you know. Um, and if I'm really into the Assassin's Creed story and and stuff like I am, then I'm gonna seek those games out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish they would do they would fill me in on the story some other way, uh, and they would just yeah. use that gameplay idea for an original game instead uh, that actually yeah. works more with the world of Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah. So I do see your point. I just, uh, well, you know, I like the game, and and I think that's really the most important part. Now I'm not yeah. going to say I do like the game because I obviously haven't played either the first one or the one that's coming out, but I think I might based on what I've heard, you know. So. So, real quick, so we're not just bashing it the entire time. Details on the Assassin's Creed 2. Subtitles, Discovery, releasing on November 17th in the States, the 20th in Europe. Um, you take Kezio, the protagonist for the console version, to Spain. Um, people are getting held by the Inquisition. The Templars are involved, and they're trying to get to the New World. And DSi owners can use the camera in the DSi to put themselves in picture form on wanted posters. So, cool. that's what we got for it. That is Check cool. that out. Coming up, actually, one month. So a month and a handful of weeks. Oh, I'm just uh, what, I'm gonna buy that just to try out that feature because <laughs> I have a DSi. That's pretty cool. Rock on. Yeah. All right, Kip. Right. What's next on the news? Resident Evil, Resident Evil Five. Oh. Alternative edition. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on our on our the listeners out there on our our little sheet that we go off of, somebody wrote Resident Evil Four. Alternative edition. Yeah, and, and that someone was actually Randy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although with all the versions out of, of Resident Evil 4 that have come out, I wouldn't be surprised if another one was coming out. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts on Resident Evil 5? First, I Jimmy might... Rig, uh, Dual Shock 3, one hand, makeshift nunchuck, not flying in my idea. In my, in, uh, not flying for me. I would never play that game like that. With yeah. You I gotta. gotta you, sorry, go ahead. Sony, you gotta give me a nunchuck or something. If you if you want me to do that, you gotta give me a nunchuck because I am not going to ever hold a DualShock three in one hand and a motion controller in the other. Just not happen. So. Yeah, I think I think they probably will. I mean, they've said all the time that this is a prototype, and in an interview, the guy behind the thing uh, said that they might even con- uh, include an analog, uh, analog stick. So. I think maybe they'll do it uh, in a way where you have one, two identi- you know, because you can use two at a, at a time. You'll have one with the face buttons and one with an analog stick. You know what I think they're going to do? They're going to release a DualShock 3 that splits in half. Oh, God, no. Like that, like that old the, Remember that video? video? Like yeah, yeah, I do, but yep. how would they do That's the balls, though? Happen. The balls with the lights. What's that? 
the 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 glowing ball. <laughs> what about it? How would they attach that? No, 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 no. I'm not saying the glowing ball is going to be. You're still only going to have one motion controller in the hand, but you're going to have a nunchuck, which is going to be the half of the dual shock in the other hand. Oh, that just sounds almost as terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> well, no, it'll be it'll be the size of the nunchuck, though. Well, it's the size of the nunchuck, but you're still holding on to part of the controller and being forced to use your uh, use your thumb to stretch over to another one. Whereas the uh, the nunchuck is I'm still not. designed to be held in one hand. You well, said I think, no. I, you... Think, I, I think the new dual shock that they would come out with that would split in half would be designed okay. to be held in one hand as well. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I just thought that they would cut a dual shock three in half and sell that. Yeah. I'm still on that's what Sony does mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, well, um, I think I think they're gonna work in an analog stick there some way, somehow. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It could, it could be cool. It could actually make me play Resident Evil Five, despite me hating everything about that game. Uh. But, but, I mean, if they do try to do motion controls, and if it is more accurate than the Wiimote, for example, I might actually like it. Who knows? Well, I don't know. I think it looks... I mean, shit, the game's, like, designed right for it, you know? Mm. Like, I can't imagine a better game for that style, you know? So Exactly, yeah. Um, but it is, you know what? The thing but is, it is, too, is... Go ahead, Gavin. Um, just wanted to say that Resident Evil 5 Ultimate Edition is also coming out on 360. No motion control support for that, but both of them are sporting a new chapter with Chill and Tumor Wesker. Arm Guy. <laughs> um, no. Uh, whoever, um, Chris Redfield, the guy with the tumors for arms, and they go into a mansion yeah. again to try and find someone from Umbrella. So you get a new chapter either way. We're just talking a lot oh, about so the motion it's a throwback control. to Resident Evil 1, of course. They're going of course. into a mansion. Um, the thing is, is... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Epic Eyebrows. <laughs> that was actually not meant to be part of the news. That was going to be my geek and week, so I'm just going to quickly go over that so we can go on, but that is right. my how about we get the that fucking? Is... How about we get the fucking sheet together, kids? <laughs> 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 if we're going to have Kip come in and read the sheet... Let's get the sheet together. <laughs> that's right. why we don't have it. Because so we I assume we're talking about the Japanese trailer or just Japanese Ratchet in general that he has ridiculous eyebrows. <laughs> yes, they released the E3 trailer, the story trailer for Ratchet and Clank with a Japanese dub. The main difference is you'll notice that the model, the character model of Ratchet, has Scorsese eyebrows. We're talking like face caterpillars here. They are ginormous, and yeah, I assume that, it's that's it's how it's always been. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I've never been a big uh, Ratchet and Clank follower, and especially seeing it in this, you know, HD, uh, HD high res kind of PS3 graphics, it just looks hilarious to put them back to back. So that yeah. was TGS for um, me. That was my favorite moment of TGS. <laughs> well, dude, I mean that's old news. Is they like that yeah. since the beginning? It's always been at a moment. I think even in one of the games, you can turn that on, so you have yeah. Japanese Ratchet. You know why oh, they do that? Awesome. Because the Japanese are much bigger on emoting faces than we are. Really? So it's really important for them to have these very exaggerated um, emotions coming out of faces. Just look at anime. I mean, when someone yeah. cries, they just don't just cry a few tears. They, you know, yeah. they, they, they do like 14 backflips and blood comes shooting out of their face. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's it's everything's very exaggerated in Japanese culture in terms of you know uh, TV shows and anime and games and all that stuff. So um, to appeal more I to them, they do did have that. some news about Ratchet and Clank though that can replace your guys's random thing on the news. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is actually releasing two demos for their game. Cool. One oh. will be a, because the demos were too big to be to fit into the demo mode. So you're gonna you're gonna get two demos and. One featuring Ratchet gameplay and one featuring Clank gameplay. And that'll be released before the game's release on the 20th. To me, that is kind of scary, because I don't want to play as Clank too much oh, in the really? game. Well, the last game you played as Clank, and those parts were alright. Yeah, but they weren't as good as the Ratchet parts. Well, yeah, of well, course uh, not. They were, different. they were strategy. They were different style of gameplay. Yeah, but they were my- bad strategy, in my opinion. <laughs> I didn't well, think they were uh, too bad. Moss, I think you're out of luck with this one, because if what I hear from Insomniac is true, Clank is the, probably e- even focused with Ratchet, e- if not more so. That's what I've heard. So, I mean, you have some new kind of multi-self um, gameplay with Ratchet where you create multiple versions of him um, that just run and uh, stand on platforms to open doors. Uh, Wait, so really like, kind of cool. Kind of like Braid? Yeah, um, in essence, yeah, there's some sort of time slowing down I've never seen it reversed, but um, sort of uh, sort of that way. Very, time manipulation gameplay, which seems interesting. All right, but that, that's going to that, be a major part of it. That kind of sounds cool. I just they need to give him some proper attacks and stuff like that. Then, yeah, he gets a bitch and staff. So hopefully that staff will mean some wicked melee moves. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. So, so cool. I think I, I don't know. I'm sure it, dude, the last game was. You got to remember the last game was basically a PS3 launch title. I mean, it was in the launch window. You know, came yeah, out. Right. And, it was a year after, actually. Well, no, I mean, it was. They called that the launch window. It came out. It came out at the same time as Heavenly Sword, for God's sakes. So. It did. It was really? a long time ago. <laughs> oh shit! That's a long time ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember it was a year after. Um, our, uh, what's the, what's the game? Uh, the other game. Layer. Resistance. Yeah. Fourth man. No, Layer came out later even than those. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, Resistance was like the very first game, and then nothing came out. And then in like April, Motorstorm came out, and that was like, oh my god, you know, a new game. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that was when everybody was clamoring, PS3 doesn't have any games, PS3 doesn't have any games, which it didn't. And then that, that fall, we got Heavenly Sword and Ratchet and Clank and Lair. So. Yeah. yeah two hit and or miss, was... why not? And that hey. was when the term launch Dude. window was invented. Yeah. So. Heavenly anyway. Sword right. awesome, by the way. Yeah, We're, I love that right. game. Yeah. So, Ratchet and Clank, two new demos, epic eyebrows. We're good on this point. Kip, what's next on our news feed? On uh, Matt Hazard, Blood, Bath, and Beyond. <laughs> Greatest title. Yeah. Greatest title. I think, I, I think that all shit's stupid. Sorry, guys. I'm not I into thought, that crap yeah. at all. Um, the first game wasn't... Well, you're pr- uh, pretty much everyone agrees with you. The, ga- the game's reviews were... Lukewarm at very best and terrible at very worst. But I mean, uh, it's a side-scrolling PSN and Xbox Live game, so it's very much a toned-down, very much cheaper, cheaper and quickly made, which doesn't necessarily bode well for the series since it didn't do well on a console version. But its sense of humor was in the right place. So hopefully, if they right. could condense the gameplay down, we can just get a funny 15-buck game. I think the problem with that wasn't just the gameplay. I mean, it was funny at times, but it wasn't, you know, really funny. And that's the kind of game that needs to be really funny. Um, yep. 
I, I disagree that the humor was in the right place. I think they just went for the cheap and obvious. Um, and although I had a mild chuckle once in a while while I played it at a friend's house, which, by the way, it didn't hold my attention for long, so be warned. It's not that funny, honestly. It's not worth the gameplay. It's not worth suffering no. through it. So That's you know a common point. Yeah. Um, this, this week the Brutal Legend, the Brutal Legend demo came out, and that game is really funny. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was really funny, well, really clever. Tim Schafer, so. Tim Schafer is the pinnacle of game humor. He is the top. They're, comparing anyone to him is kind of uh, a bit abusive to the uh, the comparee. But I mean, yeah, and, most of them were hit and miss. But it was an attempt, and what they did, what they did right, they were it was at least a chuckle worthy. Yeah, and yeah. I actually laughed a lot. I mean, some of the humor was surprisingly subtle. Like they paired me the Mass Effect elevator ride time. Like he was just standing in an elevator for half a minute and just, yeah, I thought that was funny. But um, that seems it, like the kind of stuff that doesn't make for good gameplay, though. <laughs> uh, well, very much the humor was made at the sacrifice of the gameplay. So hopefully, yeah. my point is, once you condense it down to this downloadable, very condensed atmosphere, hopefully you'll be able to find a better medium between the two. Hmm. All right, and then uh, also Tim Schafer is going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight. So by the time you everybody else listens, he'll have already been on Jimmy Fallon. But for us three, he's on tonight. So cool. <laughs> I've never watched that show. Yeah. Neither have I. Like, Wait, I, okay. watched it. I watched it when they did a live demo of Natal. So that was interesting. Yeah. I actually Jimmy couldn't... I actually couldn't get footage of that as much as I looked because the only place they had footage of that was on Hulu. And of course that doesn't work in Europe, so... <laughs> Annoying. So weird. Yeah. Just, yeah All, right, moving on. All right, news is done. We're Good done job, with news. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck Killed news. <laughs> geek, of the, geek of the week. We can geek with baby. Gavin. What whoa, you geeking whoa. with Gavin? <laughs> when did the host scenario shift, man? You just, like, usurped me. What the hell? I just took it. I annexed your shit. You took it. Damn, man. <laughs> I feel like Australia, like, at its founding. I'm like, whoa, what the That's fuck? That's right. You're Puerto okay, Rico man. now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You want to hear about my weekend gaming? Is this what's going on? You fronting? You want to hear about my weekend gaming? That's what nah, we're sh- nah, shut up. Kip, you... you that's what you're saying. You want my weekend geek. This is what you're fronting here. You want you want my weekend yeah. geek. That is what you're asking for. Me. Fine. Okay, fine. I'll give you my weekend geek. You just shut up and let me talk, okay? Okay, you're going to shut up? You're going to let me have the time? You're going to let me have the spotlight? You're going to do okay? it? You're right? going to do it or you're going to talk I'm about gonna it? I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you my weekend geek. I'm starting now. <laughs> starting now. You shut up and sit down. Time for you to Your mama told me to, to geek and week. Yeah, she probably would. But, okay. <laughs> geek, my friend. Unfortunately, like usually, hey, Gavin. I haven't been gaming hey, much. Hey, Gavin, 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 I'm interrupting what, you now. What, what, yeah, yeah, what, <laughs> what, 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 yeah, what. <laughs> you son of a bitches, y'all son of a bitches. You usurped my hosting throne, and now you won't even let me tell you about my weekend geek. What the hell? You guys are just bitches. Yeah. Okay. What about, now I have lost my place. You have made me brain fart on the podcast. Do you see Thank any movies? You. Do you see any movies, Gavin? Yeah. I've seen movies. I saw Inglorious Bastards, bitch. I saw I saw Tarantino hit it out of the park. I saw Christoph Waltz, best performance I've seen all year as Colonel Hans Launder. You ain't know what I'm talking about. You go see that movie now. You hit it at the theater. Bear Jew! Bear Jew! 
Oh, dude, come on. Eli Roth, what are we talking about here? Why are you, why are you not directing no more? Get out of acting. It ain't your day job. Bear, dude. All right, we got to stop Turtle the... Uh... <laughs> anyway. Stopping. Okay, what else do you do? Um, playing through Arkham Asylum, getting my shit done. It crashed on me once. Kind of a bitch. Working my way through that. Amazing game. Loving it. Yep. Um, got my Guitar Hero Aerosmith on. And I know that sounds really ridiculous for me to purchase that now. But I got the $35 bundle of Guitar Hero Aerosmith. And the reason I went for the bundle is because it comes with a guitar that works with everything. It works on my Rock Band 1 and 2. It works on my Guitar Hero. It works on any other Guitar Hero I can pick up, including through Guitar Hero 5. It is the versatile piece of plastic peripheral I own. And so I've been gaming on that. And I realized that all of Aerosmith's songs in the game are six minutes long, and they're repetitive, and they never end. Like, Love in an Elevator is seven minutes long, and it will torture your soul. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, and that, and I've gotten Sing Star Queen, so I've been getting my music rhythm gaming on, and I realized that you really can't sing Freddie Mercury. No one really can except for Freddie Mercury. Trying to sing Queen songs in a karaoke setting is torture to everyone listening, but it's still fun. So I've just been having a lot of casual gaming going on, and that's I'm going to leave it at that. Um, so that was my week in Geek. You satisfied, Kevin? Cool. That's right. Represent. <laughs> All right. what you got. I've actually also been doing some Guitar Hero. I had a party on Saturday, and um, things got on. So um, we basically, I think we were 13 people all, you know, standing around the mics, yelling at it, and... Nice. Things didn't work, uh, but once I finally got the mic for myself, I managed to sing Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz, and I got a 97% score, if I can't, uh, if I'm not Fantastic. recalling. Uh, and and what, what are the words they... to that song? Oh, I have no idea. I just made them a bunch they of just, choices. There's only two words to that song. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, you sing the, you sing the rap. Good. No, I sing, I, I, I oh. sing the, the rap is pretty good in that song, so I actually have that down in memory, uh, but... Um, <laughs> I'm not a good singer at all. Acapella, man, right now. No. Acapella. No, let's hear it. Let's hear that shit. I can't remember it right now. I have to listen to the song and all that stuff. But uh, so anyway. Oh. Uh, but anyway, um, it was fun. Uh, it didn't really work. I could just, you know, mumble shit. It didn't really re- register the words. Fuck you, Kip. Turn that shit off right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's not gonna happen, man. I'm not drunk enough. <laughs> it's gotta happen. No. We gotta hear a little bit. No, no, no. Dude, I'm not drunk, so it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I had to fucking drink like 10 beers and 14 shots to get you up. Can it. Things, if you can do it. If you can do it 10 beers deep, you can do it now. No. I've only drunk, you know. <laughs> so I believe in you, my Norwegian friend. <laughs> Dude, turn that shit off. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. It doesn't really work when you say you're serious while you're laughing, does it? Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Um, <laughs> um, I've also played uh, the Brutal Legend demo, which was Legend. good. Um, mm. I'd Does that seen... contain the intro to the game? The yes. intro music video with Cabbage Boy? No. Awesome no. introduction. No, it doesn't. It no. doesn't. Just has uh, the, the intro is awesome though. The yeah. intro is awesome though. I mean, <laughs> menus I've seen ever, and that's saying something. Menus like Brutal yeah. Legends sometimes uses naughty words. Is is that Tim Schafer's hand? 
by the way. Does anyone know if that's Tim, Tim, Tim Schafer's stance? Because they seem kind of chubby. So it might be him. I don't know. No idea, man. Um, I no idea either. But, um, you know what was really funny? It was like when the, the guy's like, you who wants to hear some metal? And they started off with that, like, that little bit of guitar. Yeah. And, it was, and he, he was like kind of digging it. And it was like, I love my girlfriend. <laughs> that song that they played was really funny. Yeah. No, it went into like dead. a techno pop riff. It was, it was yeah, yeah. Or my favorite line that was like, "Don't you wish you can go back in time to when music was better?" Another one it was like, "Like the seventies." No. And Eddie was like, "No, like the early seventies." Like, yeah. like yeah. a little pause. Dude, you didn't. You have to do the whole act. You have to do no earlier, like the early seventies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt is our designated Jack Black impersonator. Rock on. Yeah. No, that wasn't good at all, but I, you know, whatever. Um, hey! <laughs> Jack Black. Ow! <laughs> anyway, okay. Anything right. else, Mots? Um, um, the, well, the Uncharted 2 beta, which didn't work, because, you know, I'm in Europe and no one plays it, apparently. So I didn't, I couldn't find any matchmakers. Um, but Cape, if you're up to it, I'd like to play the co-op with you. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Down. For sure. We can be friends. <laughs> well, do you actually have a PS3, Gavin? Yes, I do, sir. So, Jonas, it's three-player. Right on. Yeah. I still do so. Awesome. Let's um, do it. Wait, I... yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Rock the world. Yeah, rock on. <laughs> We're aggressive uh, tonight. Other than that, no, I haven't. Very much so. Hmm. So, so, your turn, Kip. All right. Well, I, uh, if anybody saw the internet as of late, uh, especially our website, <laughs> they know that I got a PSP Go. And so, definitely this week, I have been... You hear that music? Oh, Awesome. Yeah, I'm holding it right now. Um, just <laughs> wow. so, I'll give you, you know, oh, the full review so will be up later. <laughs> the full review will be up later for it. But um, for the most part, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's way smaller. I'm I'm going from the PSP 1000 to the PSP Whoa, Go, frick. which is uh, which I mean is just I can't even believe how small this thing is. Like it actually blows my mind that it, that it has the power of a PS2 essentially in this small of a package is is like scary to me. Um, good things is I like the memory. I like the Bluetooth. Bad things Bluetooth isn't compatible with a Mac computer, which drives me crazy because that was half the reason <laughs> I bought it. Uh, I don't know why only certain things work, but um, over the last couple of days, I've just been re-downloading all my games that I d- purchased off the PlayStation Network and putting them on here, and that's been pretty cool. And it's a uh, it's a pretty cool little device, and you know I wouldn't I probably wouldn't recommend paying two fifty for it, but you know w- once it goes down to one ninety nine, and if you've never had a PSP before, it'd be a definite purchase in my mind. Yeah, cool. And with the the lineup that they have coming out in the uh, you know, the fact that they had 1,600 pieces of content for it the day it came out, that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. Well, to be, to be, to be fair, most of that was television episodes and movies. But still, yeah. that's pretty cool. Regardless. I mean, you know, but, the um, thing that's been getting me, if you checked our Twitter account, too, I wrote it today, is that all, all these people are like, the games are overpriced, the games are overpriced compared yeah. to the iPhone. Well, also, <laughs> I'm not paying $120 a month for my PSP Go. So, you know, if I have to pay two or three dollars more for something, I think that's okay. You know, 
Well, I mean, in terms of me, the, um, the prices for the games are overpriced, not because of any comparative software, but because I can get a disc copy of the game for about half that. Like, Daxter on the PS10 right now, 16 bucks. I can pick up a copy for about 8 9 bucks. So, I mean... Used, right? Really Used, working. Yeah. You, of, of course. Of course. But okay. that's well, not yeah, in, in, for, well, yeah, but you, a, can't, you can't expect uh, companies to follow used prices. You don't yeah, see electronics yeah. companies selling their receivers for half the price just because it's on Amazon or, or eBay or whatever. Yeah. No. But when you go to the, uh, when you go to a bit higher up, um, Sony uh, Sonic Rivals is twenty five, where a this copy new is twenty in the store. So yeah, that, 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 you get a bit of that sucker day. Yeah, that does matter. That, that, that matters, and it should be cheaper. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It should be cheaper because they're not—they're not taking the retailer. The retailers aren't taking a cut anymore. Mm. So yeah. Well, anyway, regardless, yeah. So stay stay tuned for our full review of the device. You know, it's still pretty cool, and I feel cool having it. So. <laughs> yeah, we need more tech reviews. So I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, anything else for you, Kip? Um, other than that, no, man. No, that's all I really did this gonna... week. I went and saw um, I went and saw Zombieland last night, but uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away because I went to the midnight showing, so most people probably haven't seen it yet. But maybe over the weekend, everybody will have seen it. So, um, yeah, it's really funny. There's a there's a surprise person in it that really brings a lot to the movie, and uh, overall, it's exactly what you expected it's going to be. It's an expectation filler for sure. I mean, it's zombies dying in funny ways. Zombie comedy, and if you're into zombies, you're gonna love it. So. Be- better than Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I don't. I'm not as big of a fan of Shaun of the Dead. So yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say it was better than Shaun of the Dead. Cool. Yeah, check that shit out. Okay, now we're gonna move on to our question of the week. I'm gonna take back my host position, bitch. Taking it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> question it. of the week is is the fall slash holiday season for 2009. So we got, got a huge list of games coming out here. For all of our gaming pleasure in the next coming months, we're going to go by them one by one, itemize this shit, and we're going to give you our opinion on whether or not we're picking them up as a rental, picking them up full price, or we're not even going to care about them. So I'm going to start off here with Microsoft's big offering for the uh, holiday season, Halo 3 ODST. What do we think? Well, um, to me, uh, besides the fact that it seems like just another Halo game, it seems like just another FPS where you shoot aliens. Uh, I I can't name, and I've been actually trying to find something. I can't name something new they're doing with this game, uh, and that kind of upsets me. It does look polished. It does look uh, like it's going to be a good experience uh, for a shooter, at least. It's just it doesn't have my interest. What about you? Right. Well, I mean, I like I like that it's not just concentrating on Master Chief. You know, it's expanding the universe. So. True. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can dig that. Um, you know, and if for for most people who own 360s, they own Halo, and this is a, another Halo title that it can, you know. And so I, I can understand why people would want it. Uh, I personally probably won't pick it up, to be honest, uh, just because I'm not that into the Halo universe or anything. But you know, I could see why other people would want to know. And it's a prequel, correct? So. Uh, um, correct. Yes. Yes. Two and three. No, it's, it's between Halo two and three. Oh no! Yeah, okay, so. Halo Wars is actually a prequel. That's a prequel. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a prequel as in to Halo Three. I mean, the game's called Halo Three. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I mean, it's a prequel to Halo Three. So. Indeed. Yeah. So I mean, I can understand that. 
It's so. as far as my, uh, as it's as far away from my cup of tea as you can possibly get. So I'm not even going to weigh on, on it. But we got another shooter on our major list of mega games, and probably the biggest seller of this holiday season and beyond. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Moss, let's start with you again. What do you think? Woo! Hell yeah! <laughs> I want that game badly. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Call of Duty. Um, I think uh, it looks stupid, I'm going to be honest. What, what is with all the mountain climbing and snow and shit? I don't get it. How is that? James Bond. I, yeah, but it's not, a, it's not a James Bond game. It's supposed to be like soldiers, right? Like, yeah, oh. but it's... I mean... For me, it's never really been that much about single player, so to me, that's not that important. Um, Call of Duty is about the multiplayer to me, and that's the only, basically, the only game where I play multiplayer in any significant amount, so... To me, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks fun. Uh, I definitely think the best single-player experience in a Call of Duty game yet has been Call of Duty 2, and that's just because it kept to the uh, historical accuracy as much as possible. Uh, yes, you do kill a bunch of guys, and you don't necessarily you know, get hurt that much, but um, it's uh, that was a game where they really tried to make something authentic, whereas now they're just trying to make an action movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's obviously going to be big, big budget and awesome and stuff. But I don't know. I'm just not that. I just don't get that excited because I don't give a shit about playing multiplayer on <laughs> multiplayer first person shooters. Like I just don't care. So I think maybe you yeah. would be a little more open to it if you had a PC, yeah, playing or, or a gaming gaming system with a keyboard and mouse, whatever. But um, well, it's it's not bad. It's just that I don't. I'm not like I don't care to play a. I'm not into competing against people. And shooters like that's not interesting to me because it's just like run around for 10 seconds get shot come back run around try to shoot somebody get shot like it's just it, that's not fun to me and if you're not good at it you have you can't you if you're not good at for first person shooters you can't compete in any of them like yeah. you just can't so yeah i can kind I'm of say much that in the same boat with that yeah much in the same boat but in terms of all the winter stages i think that's their attempt to add more variety because, um, mm-hmm. just because it's a new thing. I'm not sure why there's so much of it, but again, I'm not going to pick it up. I'm not a shooter guy, but there we go. Um, let's move on to another two then. Um, big action blockbuster title, uh, PS3 exclusive, Uncharted 2. Mats, what do you think? Hell yeah. Once again, uh, amazing game. Um, Uncharted 1, that is. Uh, I have very high hopes for Uncharted 2. I couldn't care less about the multiplayer for that one, actually. Um mm-hmm. But the single player is is probably going to be my game of the year, most likely. Yeah, it looks. I mean, yep. it just looks awesome. I mean, it just looks awesome. There's nothing else to it. Uh, the game, it's amazing to me that it its single player story is longer than Uncharted One single player story, and it has a multiplayer feature. Like yeah. that, that to me is unbelievable. And you know, actually, I'm somewhat interested in the multiplayer just because it's very unique. You know, it's a very different style of multiplayer. I mean, it's still a shooter, but it's much different than most games. So mm. I'm going to try it. I'll probably dislike it, to be honest, but I'll try it, you know. so I can see the co-op being good, not the competitive stuff, yeah. personally. I heard good things. I heard it's hard as hell, but then again, I haven't played it. So, But I've been hooked on this baby since E3. The E3 showing was brilliant. Naughty Dog yep. hit it out of the park. The action set pieces look amazing. I want to go one one with a helicopter. I look forward to it. I think we're all pretty much gunning for that, baby. So let's move on Over. to another, another rocking piece. Oh. What? Okay. 
No, go, go ahead. Get final thought. I was just going to say, overall, all of Sony's internal studios have just been blowing me away. Sucker Punch this year, Insomniac, and freaking Naughty Dog are just... I don't think they have an equal. I don't think they have an equal out there right now. So I think, yeah. I think they've had a pretty good strike, too. Yeah. And not to mention, next year, Santa Monica and, uh, God and War Quantic 3. Dream and, you know... So... so. Yeah. Well, but let's move away from the first uh, the first party dev the uh, the exclusive software. Let's move on to Brutal Legend, the Tim Schafer reuniting with his fans with Jack Black routine. What do you think, Mots? Why do you always have to start with me? But yeah, I think it's awesome. Uh, I, I play. You want to start, Kip? <laughs> no, I can I can go ahead <laughs> this time. Um, I played the demo as I mentioned, and it's just it's so funny and. Uh, even though, yes, you did mention, uh, Gavin, in your pre- preview that the gameplay isn't all that, uh, I think it could be good once you get a lot of new tricks and stuff. Uh, it's definitely very simple. Uh, and I'm considering maybe starting it off on hard just to get a challenge right away. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's very funny, and it's, it's, it's a very good game, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, mean, I feel very similar, to be honest. Like, I, I did, had no desire to play it. I rented the, I got the demo, thought it was really funny, and I'll play a game for funny humor, especially Jack Black humor because I like Jack Black. Yep. Um. Uh, it's it's a hack and slasher, but it's a very very simple one, and so I'm gonna be turned off by that because I am the hack and slash guy for Elder Geek, and so I like the more complex the better in my opinion. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably rent. It'll probably be a rental from Blockbuster. Probably beat it in the eight days that I get with it, and then return it, and never play it again. So. Yeah, it doesn't seem the like mean, the game you replay. Yeah. Because the, the jokes don't go twice, you know. Yeah. Doesn't matter for me though. Tim Schafer's in it. I'm good in it. That's just the way I am. That's the way I've been raised. Yeah, <laughs> but again, the E3 demo I get that that was my preview from. Um, that was no strategy element, so I'm looking forward to experimenting with that. I haven't played the demo yet, so hopefully that works out. I've seen it very, very simplified, but I'm looking forward to it. By the uh, way, go to by the way, yeah. Just in terms of the demo, Kip, how funny was the uh, the uh, elephant elephant thing ride down the spiral? Nope, dude, didn't get there yet. Only played through half of the demo. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry. So don't spoil Toilet it for back. me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. To, so. to avoid ruining Kip's day. Let's go to the RPG come shooter major action game, Borderlands, the the game with a billion guns. Um, let's start with you then, Kip. Yeah. What do you think? What do you got? I, I think I really like how this game looks. Like graphically, it just it looks really cool. I don't. I, I can't even describe it. It's just like it's just got this really weird, unique kind of thing to it, and I think it's expressed really well in the cover art as well. That it's got a really unique cover art with the guy shooting himself and all the graphics and stuff coming out of his brain and um like i don't like there's like the the screenshot that i've seen where the guy it's like this orange beast thing like pushing over the pushing over this truck and i don't know i just really like how the game looks i have no idea how it's going to play and i have really no idea how the gameplay even works out yet because i've only seen like very very small ones from the game but yeah i mean it looks cool i'd, I'd give it a shot probably won't buy it and be a renter maybe so. It looks like the game. Um, I mean, I, I I do. I'm very interested in it, in it. But it much like Fallout 3, 
it looks like the game I'm going to have to wait to play uh, until maybe summer next year. Just because I won't have the time because of all the other games. And it's the ge- kind of game, it's a first-person RPG shooter, which mm-hmm. basically means it's going to be at least 40 hours. Um, and I just don't have the time to dedicate to that kind of game. Uh, but it does look very awesome. It, uh, I like the whole uh, marrying of the RPG elements with the stat, with the shooting. So where you when you shoot something, uh, a damage number pops up over their head and all that stuff. It looks really cool. It's really original, if you ask me. Uh, I'm sure someone has done it before, but not to this, not in this level. Um, I, I think it looks very good. You know what else right, cool. is unique about this game? They've taken browns, blacks, and grays and made them look unique. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a very, I mean, very amazing task, to, in my opinion. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm interested in about one shooter a year. 2006, it was Time Shift. 2007 or 2008, I forget what. Uh, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway. This year, it's Borderlands. Probably because it has our hmm. RPG elements. I don't know. But I'm definitely renting this baby. And again, I like the art style. Nice cell shade. Kind of dystopia kind of feeling. But yeah. A definite rent. No way am I going to buy it, but I'm interested. Is anyone um, is, but, any, is anyone comparing this a lot to Alpha Protocol? No, no, just, I am not. Just oh, in I'm terms of think. just in terms of having you know shooting aspects married with RPG aspects. I think the yeah. RPG aspects in Borderlands are much more understated than in Alpha Protocol. Borderlands is a shooter with RPG elements. Alpha Protocol is an RPG with shooter elements. Yeah, I think that's a separation there. Yeah, I don't know how that's how deep the character customization is, but um, Alpha Protocol is structured much more like an RPG. Mm. But let's go, uh, let's move on to a game that's neither of those. And with this, you can make you can shake your pick uh, success control to make boob shake. It's Ninja <laughs> Gaiden Sigma Two, and I think I'll start this one off because I've actually been very appreciative of everything I've gotten for this game from E3 to the recently released demo. I'm liking what I see. I've never been interested in Ninja Gaiden because it just feels like Devil May Cry to me, and I own Devil May Cry, so why would I go Ninja? But I like this. It um, The difficulty curve has been shrunk much closer to to my speed, which is terrible, but hopefully I um, I can get something out of it. The lack of blood, eh, not a big thing for me, but I'm liking what I've seen so far, and I'm definitely going to pick this guy up for a rent at least. Uh, Moss, what do you think? I'm definitely going to say, when I tried the demo, I felt like something was missing, just because I'd seen all the footage of the of the blood and gore version on the 360. It it felt like, you know, because you cut off someone's arm and nothing happened. There was no blood. There was, you know, no fountain of blood. There was no gore. And, you know, so it, it did seem like something was missing to me. Uh, that being said, the gameplay was good. Um, the camera is annoying as ever. Uh... And, I mean, I don't know, somehow I, th- I find the camera worse than in the Devil May Cry games. Even though it's basically mm-hmm. the same camera system, they have these odd angles they put you in. And they don't switch between them when you run out of the screen quickly enough. So the screen kind of lingers, even though you're not visible. Um, uh, I don't know, I don't know if this is a game I'll buy. I'm a really big Devil May Cry fan, uh, and I really love the, the, the combat in Devil May Cry and God of War. I just think I have enough of this kind of game, to be honest. Um, I did like uh, Ninja Gaiden Black. Uh, I thought that was really good. I didn't play the first Sigma, which is a remake of that game, but uh, I don't know. It's it's not something I need right now, basically. Yep. Um, 
you know, when when Mots was saying uh, that something's missing from the game, I'll tell you what that thing is that's missing. It's Ryu because the camera's not fucking on him. <laughs> not even, like, like seriously, uh, they they try to like play it off like, oh, because the guy jumps out from the shadows, that's okay. No, it's because the guy jumps out jumps out at me from somewhere on the camera I can't see. I would say that fifty percent of my deaths in that game are due to camera problems, and that's not acceptable in my opinion. All, there's well, no reason that Ryu should. There's no reason Ryu should be running through skinny hallways in that game. Yeah, it's just it doesn't work well. Like the reason God of War and Devil May Cry are great is because you get these great big platforms to work on. You know what I mean? That allows for strategy in the game, and allows for. I mean, movement, it allows for being fluid and, like, you know, co- doing good combos that can be linked together. And by putting Ryu in a hallway, you eliminate all that shit. And that, to me, takes away from a good hack and slasher. And it also seemed like the camera doesn't follow him correctly. I mean, in Devil May Cry and God of War, you always have these angles, these big landscape angles and all that stuff. But the camera still follows you and angles you so you, you see how your attacks look and it looks really cool and you have a certain amount of uh, of you know uh, control yeah but in ninja gaiden or gaiden or whatever um, it's you're always looking at him from you know underneath him as if the camera was on the ground and behind yeah. him so you don't really see what he does with the sword you just see a bunch of stuff happening and it, it's it's really dismissed from the player i think Mm-hmm. From the demo, yeah. of course, I can't speak to the full game. Yeah. Well, and, and, we're and another, thing with the hack and, another thing with the hack and slashers is, like, being able to see what your character does is what makes it fun. And I feel like Ryu moves so fast that you can't even see what he's actually doing. And at least before when the blood was everywhere, you could kind of be like, oh, I just cut off his arm. But now, because there's no blood, I can't even see what he's doing. So... Mm. All right, we're a bit dismissive on it, um, but let's move on to my cup, my major release for the holiday, and my cup of tea. That is Tekken Six. That is my baby. This is my franchise. I am there day one. We I love Tekken. Are, we are going to play that online, my friends, because <laughs> that is yes, a big are. game for I me love as well. Tekken. We got fifty characters. We got dam- damage stages. We yeah, got, we got characters fifty characters, numbers. and probably twenty-five of them are clones. <laughs> Eh, uh, right? Arguably. How do you, half of them are bears and shit. Panda bears and, like, <laughs> pieces of wood. Dude, and, like, there are hardcore panda players out there. Yeah, and they're <laughs> stupid. And stupid. Okay, let, here's, here's, what I, here's what I don't like about Tekken. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. It's a fighting game. <laughs> yeah, so what do you expect? You could still have a story. Like, it's, you could still have the bare minimum story. Like, it nothing does. makes do. sense. They do. No, it doesn't. Yeah, nothing yeah, they do. Sense. It does. You have intro and outro scenes. You have cutscenes in the middle of the fight. It makes it works. no sense. They make zero sense. You, you have no. It's nobody a, has it's an over the top action. People are, people are turning into demons. People all of a sudden like some endings are silly and don't make any sense. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I love it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, what's better? Give me a fighting series that's better. Um, Street, Street Fighter. Hell no. Fuck, no. Hell no. I don't agree. Those cuts were terrible. Those intro and outro scenes. Okay, let me tell you something that's never happened in Street Fighter. Let me tell you something that's never happened in Street Fighter. My guys just never laid down on the ground like they do in Tekken. Dude, you're complaining. That is an awesome trick. 
Well, that's, that's the stupidest old... thing I've ever seen in a video game. Like, your guy that's just falls down. Arc. No, he falls down and does it, and then he does a cool ass, uh, a badass trick while he's laying yeah. on the ground. Yeah. You're talking except, about Lei Wulong lay yeah. down trick. It's part, it's actually part of his fighting style. It's part of the five style oh, Chinese martial just, arts. And I'm telling you that it looks retarded on the game. Like, oh, boo boo. Guy just falls down. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh. No, then, but, but seriously though, seriously though, um, I, it's it's a fighting game with a lot of messed up stuff happening in it, and they try yeah. to explain it by you know gene gene research and and you know mutations yeah. and all that shit. But basically, it's a game where they put in stuff that li- like to put in the game. They don't really care about you know if someone doesn't like it. It's just an optional character you can put it in, and they attach some silly ass story to it just to make a panda go rawr. That's about <laughs> it. And, yeah, and it's- it's Final Fantasy Advent Children. It's ridiculous stuff that looks cool. Yeah. And you love it for it. But okay. I don't think it we're looks done cool. With this. <laughs> but, but Gavin, 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 how do you feel about yeah, me but, playing as Warang over and over again? You'd be a bit cheap, but I can handle it. But no, <laughs> we're done with it. We are done with this. Moss and I are going to be gaming and having a lot of fun, and Kip is going to be there crying into his copy of Street Fighter 4 because he doesn't know what a real fighting game is. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, we are guess what? I'm going to review no, it. No, no, no. I'm reviewing it. Calling dibs. <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. No, you did, you did not. Oh, you bitch. I'm pulling you rank, bitch. baby. <laughs> yeah, well, so that am I. A, that shit's getting a maybe worth renting. Maybe. Yeah, yeah well, so am I. Gavin's reviewing it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. power play major. This is this is Shakespeare shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're moving on. It's regardless. not going on the that... cover page. No, no. <laughs> I cry. So. We're done. Tekken. Okay, move on. Assassin's we got lots Creed. of games to go through. Assassin's Creed Two. Kip, what do you think? Assassin's Creed Two. Go. Well, hopefully, if they fixed everything from Assassin's Creed One, it'll be a good game. I like how it looks. The story looks awesome. I like the Renaissance. The colors look awesome. If they fixed all the gameplay problems from the first one, it's going to be an amazing game. So uh, rehash those gameplay problems for us, kid, just for those that um, haven't played it in a while. Okay. What, what they fix the conflict. They fix the the fix the fighting mechanics. They fix uh, so you hide in more places than haystacks. Um, they, <laughs> they fix it so you don't just run around a corner and hide from somebody. So they fix the system of which you know when you're going to be able to get detected or not. And, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, like, just as long as they fix a lot of the AI, like, then I, I think I'll be happy. So. Yeah, I, think they need to, I, need, I think they need to take a look at the Batman Arkham Asylum for the combat. Mm-hmm. Much like Elliot, Elliot said. Correct, yeah, definitely, yeah. Ark, um, Arkham makes you feel like a badass. But I'm in your same boat, Kip. My thing is, all they need to fix for me to buy this game is a mission variety. Because I was tired as hell yeah. of doing the same four kind of routine missions every six yep. times within the game. So give me more. Yep. And they say more. They say 15. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to believe it until I see it, but that's what I need. What about you, Mops? Uh, basically all the stuff you mentioned, I love the fuck out of the first game uh, despite of the errors but I do see them as you know problems and errors in the gameplay uh, much like you guys do it just didn't bother me that much uh, fix that stuff give me perhaps some more time as Desmond I kind of started to like that that part of the game uh, in the first one started to you know 
tried to solve the puzzles with uh, codes on the floor and all that stuff, and it was really fun for me. Uh, I know a lot of people hated that part, but if they do some interesting stuff with it, it I think it could be really great. Uh, other than that, just the, the stuff you guys said. Cool. Okay. Yep. Right. I'm going to buy it either way, though. <coughs> I'll probably yeah. rent it. We, the four-player co-op re-envisioning of old classic Mario gaming. What do we think, um, Kip? Love it. Kip? I think it's awesome. About time. Should have came out for the Nintendo 64. So, I'm still going to love it now. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. It's, I mean, Mark? it's proven, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 Super Mario Brothers uh, multiplayer. What's not love? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see any problems with this. I think this could be a great game. <coughs> I do not have the a at the moment though, nope. so who knows? <laughs> yeah. The only problem yeah. I can see I'm is it's just pick... too simple. So yeah. I mean, I like what I see. It's, it's there's no more proven formula in all of gaming. I'm not going to kid it for the simple fact that I don't own a Wii and. Do the kind of gamer I am, I can't see me owning a Wii. But if for if I had a friend that owned a Wii, and I would be able to bring a game along and just get games for it, yeah, Super Mario Brothers would be on it. But yeah, so I'm, awesome, universal praise. I'm, rock on. I'm more excited for Bowser's Inside for the DS, to be honest. Yeah, so that looks, yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, that looks hilarious. So. I I I anyway. always love the Mario and Luigi RPG series. But again, let's move on here. Uh, a lot of gamers think this should. Should have just been DLC, but Left 4 Dead 2. No, thank you. Whoa! No, no. Really? Neither of you guys. None. No. Nope. No. Give me reason. It's the same thing all over again. Yeah. From what I've seen, me, yeah. at least. I mean, um, nothing new. Okay. What's new in it? A couple new weapons? What else? Louisiana, you're in the Big Easy. You can make Hurricane Katrina jokes. I don't really care about the environment that much in that game. I, just, I, can, make I, her, I can make Hurricane Katrina jokes without that game. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. You do have that ability, Kip. You're gifted that way. Yeah. I know. <laughs> actually, interesting fact about Left 4 Dead 2. They actually took the the models, inspiration from two two of the characters from uh, a True Blood, um, uh, the, the, the show True Blood, from um, oh, Jason and uh, and uh, some other chick. I can't remember who's, what what her name was. But anyway, um, it, that's kind of cool, I guess, because uh, they're both in Louisiana. But uh, other than that, no, not interested in the game. Okay. I rented the first one, had a lot of fun. I'm going to wait a little bit before I know about Left 4 Dead 2. But there we go. Yep. Right on, moving on. Um, the, one of the hardest games to come out in recent memories, probably of this generation as a whole, Demon's Souls. Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? I don't know. I, it, it's it's very interesting. It's a, it's the kind of game I, I'd really like to try. Uh, but am I gonna play it enough for it to be worth sixty bucks? You know, to me that's that's the hard part. Um, am I gonna you know um, be too frustrated? But it has some really interesting ideas. Uh, I think it's. It's the kind of game people should really pay attention to and, and use those ideas in their next games. Uh, yeah, but as a, as a game... Especially the online. Especially yeah. the online components. Yeah, so. exactly. But as a game itself, I don't think it's my cup of tea. Kip? Um, I love big monsters, and there seems to be lots of big monsters in that game, and so I'm excited. Like, it's not, I gotta admit, <laughs> it's not my kind of game at all. It's not a game I would ever, ever, ever pick up just off the street. 
but I'm actually giving it a second look because of the review we have on our site and that there's a ton of huge monsters in it. So, and the online features I think are amazing. Yeah, so. but but Kip, Kip, always remember that when you're taking advice from our videos, remember that Randy's buttery voice makes everything everything seems great. Everything seem great. So you got to keep that in it's mind. True. You got to separate the game from the voice, and that's and that's very hard. But for me, <laughs> but for me, I had a terrible demo with it at E3. I just don't think the level they picked up for me was was good. I thought it was terrible, and I'm a pussy mm. when it comes to gaming difficulty. So doesn't seem my cup of tea, but I recommend it to anyone that wants to test their gaming metal. But here's uh, let's go on to a game that pretty much anyone could love, Ratchet and Clank, A Crack in Time. Um, anyone that wants to go, just speak your mind. Yep. Love it. I can't wait. I'm going to buy it. Day one. I've bought all the other Ratchet and Clanks, and this one won't be any different. Uh, I like uh-huh. that they're doing the speeder boots in this one. It seems like the natural evolution. I mean, it's just the, ne- it's the next Ratchet and Clank. You know, the guns are taking advantage of the PS3 technology. Uh, the story is getting actually somewhat interesting compared to other Ratchet & Clanks. It's still got that same kind of slapstick, silly humor of, like, a Pixar movie. I'm going to love it, and I'm going to enjoy every second of playing it. It's Mario for the PlayStation in my eyes. Yeah, so. and not to mention that it I looks like, not, not to mention that it looks like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, people complain a lot that it's, you know, endless sequels for the series, but to be honest, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Ratchet and Clank, we'd still have, uh, prominent Spyro games and, and, you know, um, Crash Bandicoot and stuff. It's just, there needs to be a game like this, because there's a market yeah. for it, and right now, Ratchet and Clank has that throne, and I've actually had it for quite a while now, and I think it's not doesn't really matter what game does it, because I think they're they're all going to be basically the same. Um, it's just there needs to be that kind of game, and and it fills a hole. And I think most gamers, I think most gamers could enjoy this game. So, yeah, and I'm definitely going to get it. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, I loved I loved uh, Tools of Destruction. I don't think I can get enough out of it hour wise. Well, okay. I don't think I can get enough hour wise out of Tools of Destruction to merit a full purchase, so I'd probably rent it, keep it for a long time, game fly it. But who wants some sexy Sarah Palin uh, leather goddess? Let's talk about Bayonetta. <laughs> Hold on, one, one more thing. About, one more thing about Ratchet and Clank. One more thing. The one thing they have to fix is the loading screens. The stupid uh, spaceship flying was so bad in the last game. Yeah. Like, if that's fixed, the game will be perfect. Anyway, move on. Bayonetta, fuck Bayonetta. Fuck Bayonetta. Everything wrong with gaming is in Bayonetta. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure a lot of people want to fuck Bayonetta, but not in the way you're implying. Yeah. Um, Look, I agree. Uh, it's it's a horrible game um, for you know <laughs> equal rights and all that. Uh, it's <laughs> I think the gameplay is going to be good. I'm sorry, but the guy that's making it is a good game designer in terms of level uh, gameplay and yeah, it, it's he made Devil May Cry one. He uh, uh, it's it's and Devil May Cry one is a fantastic game. It's I can I can you know. Praise it enough. It's such a great game. So to me, I'm probably gonna look past its its presentation problems and all that, and just 
go for it and, and play it. And here's, enjoy the thing, though, about, here's the thing about Devil May Cry, though. Devil May Cry 1 was awesome. Devil May Cry 2 yeah, had better, ga- um, had better with- gameplay than Devil May Cry 1. Devil May Cry 2's Ooh. story was just atrocious. Was atrocious. And the camera. No, dude, and the the camera dude, Devil May Cry. Idiot. Devil May Cry 2 had a great, had way better gameplay. You could run on the walls. It just made all he did was made Dante Dante more agile. Like he was just cooler. Like that's it. As far as what came out of his mouth was was just hideous. But <laughs> and then Devil May Cry 3 is the best in the series. So I feel like I'd agree you know, with that. Look. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I disagree with that slightly. I think yes, the evolution of of the character in terms of gameplay that was better in the second one. You had more yeah. tricks and more cooler cooler looking tricks, but mm-hmm. I mean the levels and and all oh, that was idiot. just horrible. And the camera did not. Help yeah, and the camera was horrible. I, I I mean yes, you are right. They gave him more tricks. But they would have done oh, yeah, that it's... anyway, no matter who designed them. No, the but the tricks, the tricks worked well with the levels. Like Dante being able to run on certain walls and stuff, that was good game design. Regardless, point being is that just because like, he, took a, he took a formula and perfected it, I don't think he can do that again. Like, I think he mm. took all the shitty stuff from Devil May Cry and put it into a game, and that's what Bayonetta is. It's all the terrible dialogue. It's all like the big tits and womanizing. And it's it's all like the hey look at this contraption that's gonna I'm not even fighting it's just this contraption appeared out of nowhere and I'm using it like that that's that takes away from Devil May Cry in my eyes. So. Sorry man, I I can't disagree with you more on this. I've played Bayonetta. It's um yeah dialogue sucks and comparatively Bayonetta's boobs not that big they're just in leather so they look big. But uh, the gameplay is I love it. it it's almost as if they added some sort of beat 'em up elements. It feels like that. Um, enemies drop coins, but there's a really cool where you can just um, hit a certain mark and fling around in a circle and with aim shooting. It's kind of a mixture between wet and what you think Kill Bill should be if it's a game, and it works. And I think it's good enough for me to play the game and just stab myself repeatedly in the ear eardrums when the cinema start or skip either one. But I think there's enough there to at least merit a rental. I yeah, only I Bots, you said it yourself. You said it yourself. You'll play a, a bad game for good story, but you won't play. You won't play it the other way around, and that's yes. what Bayonetta yes. is. See what I said was uh, not necessarily the other way around, <laughs> if you remember correctly. And yes, and oh, God, I played Devil May Cry. That doesn't have a particularly good story. True, not as bad as this one, but. Dude, I think for, for, a sweet story. Are you, are you kidding me? The fourth yeah, one had a pretty good good story. Um, the first one did too, man. What are you talking about? Have you gone back? Story. Have, have you have you gone back to the to the first one and listened to the dialogue and all that stuff? Okay. Well, I mean, regardless, the story, the concept is still really cool. That this this devil married the uh, chick and then sealed up the underworld and your, you and your brother and like that's I think that's cool. I think it's yeah, a cool idea. And that's Devil May Cry 3, but dude, we ain't, we're, we're not talking about Devil May Cry here. We've got our final judgments on Bayonetta, we're going to move on. <laughs> what I, and you well, guys can okay. just fill up our forums with all of your Devil May Cry hate, you losers. Let's move on to a game that I love, Elliot loves, and all RPG lovers should probably love, Alpha Protocol, from the guys at Obsidian that made Planescape Torment the only game that anyone has to play to be a gamer, Planescape Torment. 
I'm getting it. I love it. Love the idea. I, I can even stomach the shooter elements day one. I own it. What do you guys think? I just want to be a spy. Seriously, that game looks awesome. Not because of the RPG elements to me, even though, yes, I do think that's going to be awesome. I like the idea of being able to choose your entries, being able to plan out an attack, and choosing between being a sniper, being a heavy guy, and going in. It's just, and it, to me, that really appeal, appeals to me. Um, the tactics of it, basically. Um, and, and the sophistication and, and all that. It's, it's James Bond, and I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly just haven't followed it enough to like give an opinion. I've seen it and stuff, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really follow that game as much, so I just need to be more educated on that one before I made a decision straight up. So yeah, I think you'd like it. Yeah. Well, Kip, that's your assignment. Yeah. I assigned you as your host to check that out. But I'm going to combine Time our up. next two games. Time here. out, Mots. Have you oh. played Star Fox 64 yet? <laughs> oh shit! You piece of shit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously, couldn't you forget about it? <laughs> I gotta help you I'm on that. I cannot believe you haven't played Star Fox 64 yet. Dude, I've been busy, man. I've had a lot of work You have to one play. game this holiday season. You have one game called Star Fox 64. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, and, uh, lovely. That's but like, I'm gonna keep you, I can't believe you thought I'd forget about that. That's like being like, oh, did you forget about that Jesus got nailed to the cross? Like, it's like the original Sin, man. You just you can't forget that shit. <laughs> Did you just compare Moth yes. not playing an NC4 game to the Crucifixion? And original Sin. I combined concepts, even. Yes. Now, I'm going to combine concepts for our games. I'm, going to com- I'm not going to combine Crucifixion and original Sin. I'm going to combine DJ Hero and Band Hero as a com- combination, a mesh of music rhythm goodness. And in terms of DJ Hero, I... No, I'm not going to buy it, because it's just another peripheral I'm going to need. I don't have space. I don't have cords. I, I don't have outlets anymore, because well, of all the stuff I have. I like, it looks good. I'm really excited for Band Hero. You want to know why? Because it looks like it's it's officially selling out the concept, and therefore the concept will die soon. True. You think so? This is the harbinger of end of days for Music Rhythm. Kip, you're going to throw that down. I'm not going to. Throw it down, but just the, the them coming out with a new game every single year is going to die. I'm sure they're going to keep the. I mean, it's too popular to go away completely, but they're going to have to innovate after this because once they sell it out, I mean, it's over. Once Taylor Swift is your selling point, it's over. You know. Mm. What I about will, DJ Hero. Yep. I, DJ Hero. Go, go ahead, Mots. I was just going to start on DJ Hero, so go ahead. I was going to talk about DJ Hero too, so go ahead. <laughs> Alright, DJ Hero actually looks kind of cool to me uh, I'm not going to buy it Just because I don't want to Have another peripheral, just like you said uh, yeah. But, for example Daft Punk making an exclusive album For the game, awesome That is, yeah. that is nice yeah. and sexy Yeah, I've heard I didn't want it oh, that, I've, Keep going, I've, I've, heard, I've heard one one of the tracks For it, and it's some of the best work Daft Punk has, has ever done, and that's saying a lot. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, that's just awesome to me. Uh, the gameplay looks looks um, good. Uh, not great, good enough for a DJ game, I suppose. But uh, mostly, I'm interested in all the all the music and all the remixes, because you know, I'm not such a big trance and 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 techno guy, but I'm really big on on electronica. So. Mm. Yeah. I had no interest in that game, no interest whatsoever, and then they came out with the trailer of Daft Punk, not just Daft Punk, 
they're remixing a Queen song, and I'm like, damn it! Now I have yeah. to pay attention to this thing. Yeah. I had want nothing to do with it. No exactly. more hundred dollar purchases for me, and mm. now I'm interested. Damn you, Daft Punk! Damn you to hell! <laughs> Kiss. What All do you right. think? Here, here's here's my thing. Why is Guitar Hero, or why is Rock Band and Guitar Hero successful? Because everyone knows the songs. No, um, I mean, what is it about the gameplay that's exciting? It's a group. Because it makes you. Here's well, I mean, everybody can have their own opinion, but my opinion is it makes you feel like a rock star. You know what I mean? Playing it and hitting on the whammy bar and like completing a guitar solo 100%, that makes you feel like you're actually playing the song, and that makes you feel like a rock star. DJ Hero doesn't have that component. I don't think me sitting there hitting buttons is going to have the same effect on my psyche as me holding the guitar, actually having the strap around my neck, and playing with a bunch of friends. As Like DJ Hero, I, I don't know, just by, playing by yourself doesn't seem that cool to me. I don't know. I mean, so you still have the turntable. You're not just sitting there putting buttons. You actually have to manu- uh, manipulate the, the disc. You have, to, uh, you have to jockey it. You actually do have to be a disc jockey. In oh, I understand. I understand. But I, I, think... I, I just don't think that it's... I just don't think it's going to be that... Like, a lot of people, when you play rock band, just like to sit down and watch people play rock band. I don't think people are going to want to sit and watch people play DJ Hero. Mm. You know? I can see, see that. See, where I'm coming from on this is the way they actually started introducing the game. Um, what they basically said, if I'm not completely wrong, is that... Uh, this is a game aimed at a niche. Um, everyone knows rock and roll. However, mm-hmm. everyone doesn't know trance and electronica and techno and all that stuff. But there are huge groups in Europe that are very into this kind of music. Um, you have the biggest raves in the world in Europe, uh, where where hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people thousands of people gather and you know party to this mm. to this music. Um, I think this could be really big in selected groups. Um, and, and Which it reminds me, Matt, Matt, I'm coming to your continent to party. I, I, I'm, I'm okay, coming over to one of your raves. Awesome. So, Matt, those 100,000 people that are so dedicated to that kind of music, are they going to want to play DJ Hero? Maybe. Or are they going to be like, this is pussy shit, you know? <laughs> True, true. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually considering buying it if I can't find the Daft Punk album somewhere else, just because of that album. I think that was a very smart idea by them. So yeah. Um, who knows? I just feel like someday, somewhere down the line, Mott, you're gonna be sitting in your basement with your mom upstairs, <laughs> and you're and you're gonna be playing. You're gonna realize that you're playing with a little toy, pushing buttons <laughs> to a screen. And then you're going to realize, oh, my God, I'm officially a hamster. Like, <laughs> you know? like. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I'm, ho- what I'm hoping for is you've got all these people interested in the trance music and this modern music. And they're very Activision was very smart. The developers mix it often with the remixes with older music. Like, they have heavy trance mixed with I Heard It Through the Grapevine, a 1950s or 1960s, like, doo-wop song. And it's really good, and I hope... Integrating that will get people interested in older music, even older than rock band. But moving on from the D, uh, from DJ to DS, see what I did there? See what I did? Little wordplay, little wordplay. Um, we're going to move on to Zelda, Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, the latest in the Legend of Zelda historic franchise. Not my cup of tea. I don't have anything to say. You guys, what do you think? Meh. 
I don't know how trains how when did trains make it their way back? When did combustion engines make their way to Zelda's time? They didn't. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like it. I think it's cool. I mean, I think it, it looks right, but I'm just wondering. That, that's just kind of weird. Um, I mean, it's a Zelda game, man. It's going to be good, you know? Like but how much Zelda are we games? innovating? How much are we give it, getting new here? Well, it's just going to be a train? How you travel around is completely different, so... Yeah. You know, the main part of Zelda is traveling around. So I think it's pretty innovative. Um, I guess overall, I just kind of feel like, you know, it's another Zelda game, and it's another piece of the story, and it's, you know, people will be happy. They need another, it's it's about time we got another DS Zelda game. And I, I don't know, I think it's cool. I got no problem with it. I mean, it, whether or not it works or not, I don't know. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to gauge gameplay on the DS from trailers, you know. Mm. That's so. true, yeah. Well. Yeah. Pretty succinct and simple, Matt. You got any last words before I move on? Nah, just another meh. I'm not gonna buy it. I like Zelda, but not on DS. Okay. Red Steel 2, then. Game looks awesome. Yeah. Game looks awesome. It's everything Red Steel 1 should have been. Yeah. Red Steel looked awesome. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, I've seen people play this, though. Ah. It looks. I mean, when they, if you watch the video of um, the guy actually fighting the boss, it looks... I mean, it's its finally what we've been waiting for, you know? It's not, it's every quite, boy- it's, it's not quite one-to-one, but it's as close as they've ever gotten. Yeah. So, cool. I think it's finally... I think it's what... When, when the Nintendo Revolution was first announced, and they talked about this shit, this is what people were thinking about. Mm-hmm. And it took this long as a shame... But I'm still happy it's here, you know? Yeah. So. I agree. Cook so. That's what I think. <laughs> Gavin? Oh. All right, Gavin's gone. Uh, motorcycle. Nope, I'm, I'm here. Oh, I'm okay. here. You ain't taking my shit. Kipper already tried that. No more. No more. High praise for Red Steel Stool. Let's move Red Stool. Great. No, uh, Red Steel 2. Moving on, we got Motorstorm Arctic Edge, the portable PSP entry into the beloved uh, racing franchise kit. Let's start with you. What do you think? Um, it's just kind of weird to me. I mean, do I really want a whole game revolving around the Arctic? You know, that seems like a one level thing. That point with, uh, all, seems like you already made that point with a uh, Modern Warfare. Too. Yeah, very That's similar. Good point. No, um, I mean, what's, well, the thing with Call of Duty is like. I don't understand how in this shooting game I'm like a mountain climber. You know, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the whole, I mean, Pacific Rift made a little bit more sense because they did the, they did the things based on the, the elements. They did a fire level, an air level, a water level, and a dirt level. And that fits really well with Motorstorm. But to have this whole level revolve around the Arctic, you know, it feels like I'm just getting one of those. You know? It's, it's, uh, from what I've heard, it's still very much, um, you know, different color palettes in each level and, or in each yeah. track and, and different tactics for, you know, you have ice, you have snow, you have, um, you know, uh, rock, you have... It's not all, you know, uh, you're not always driving on snow or snow or ice. Plus, you get a new ve- a few new vehicles. You get a snowplow and a, uh, yeah. a snowmobile. Honestly? So. If they would have just called it Motorstorm and not given it a theme, I'd be more excited. If it was just Motorstorm <laughs> PSP, I'd be like, yeah, I'm buying it. You know, it's a great. Mm-hmm. That's what I need a, a racing game that I can play on the go that's arcadey. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, 
Why, why in that respect? We got Gran Turismo PSP. No, no theme, no iteration, just Gran Turismo Portable. So that more right. is that what you're looking for, Kip? I, I'm just going to driving simulation. Than can I game. can I can I guess something first? Go ahead, Mom. No, I don't think Kip is the kind of guy that likes to play simulators. No, you're not a, I don't. No. <laughs> you win, Mom. Uh, I owe you a cookie. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I yeah, like I said, I like arcadey racing games. I actually think Motorstorm Pacific Rift is the best racing game in the world. So anyway, <laughs> so you're insane. Uh, but okay, what's your anyway. thoughts on Gran Turismo? GTA. Gran Turismo. I mean, the graphics make me want to cry because they're so fucking good for the PSP. It's like sickening, and it's about time this game finally came out. But I'm also not from Europe, so I won't buy it. <laughs> that is well, very you true. Are from Europe. And I will buy it. Yep. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> no, I just I love Gran Turismo. Um, I like simulators. Um, you like playing it drunk. I do. I recall. All yeah. right, rock on. on the PSP. Horrible drunkness. <laughs> on the PSP, yeah, that's gonna be weird, isn't it? He plays it drunk while really driving drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. No, it's it's good. It's it's Gran Turismo. It's the same as the PS3 version, only with not as much graphic, good graphics. But I mean, it's it, it, there's not really much to say about it. It's it, it looks awesome. I think it's not going to have as awesome of a physics system as the new one seems to be be sporting, but uh, uh, I'm definitely going to buy it. It's, it seems like the nice kind of thing to drag out and do one lap and then put down in the pocket again, so... Well, yeah. Another direct, uh, direct port experience from their console brothers is yep. what we're rounding out the discussion on. Little Big Planet PSP. A uh, bit skeptical yeah! on this, but... Right. Once again, Kip, ow, my eardrums. I have headphones <laughs> on. You bastard. It's not going to register that bad on the on the recording though, so it's no, it's fine. It, it registers bad for me right now, so I'm yelling at Kip to get my aggression out. <laughs> All right, so Kip, are you excited about Little Big Planet PSP? No, I probably won't get it. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking get it. It's the best game ever. <laughs> I love Little Big Planet. It's my favorite game. So, PSP version, hell yeah. They come out with a they come out with a Dreamcast version. I'd go buy a Dreamcast. They came out with a CDO or an Intellivision version. I'd go buy an Intellivision. I love Little Big Planet. I'll buy what about anything. a Virtual Boy? A Virtual they Boy. They came out with a Virtual Boy. I'd rent a Virtual Boy to play and then return it. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Moss. I don't. I doubt you're as excited as Kip. But what do you think? Uh, I'm. I don't know. I, it's it's. I like the PS3 version. I think I'm going to stick to that. I don't see what this will add for me. But if I had kids, I'd buy them that because you know I think. This what do you mean, bots? It's going to expand the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rent it at least. I'm skeptical, but if I could have my headphones on and just lay in bed and have Stephen Fry's voice wash over me like a buttery scone. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, that is actually, I wonder if he's going to do the voiceover or the I'm, narration. I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, that is uh, awesome. I'm around. Gonna keep you know, talking. Cool is Jay yep. Leno doing the voiceovers in Gran Turismo PSP. Yeah, that is awesome, actually. That is cool. He's, so. Isn't he like the biggest car collector in America? He's No, I mean, he's just he is a really big car collector, though. So okay. He's really into cars. So. Cool. Yeah. I guess. Right. Let's round it out here. Uh, round out our big holiday discussion. You've got sixty bucks until January first. What are you buying? One game, sixty bucks. Well, sixty bucks plus tax. What do you Uncharted, get? Uncharted two. 
Yep. Oh, geez. Uh, Little Big Planet and a case of Mountain Dew. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I guess it's only forty bucks. Um, honestly, if I, I got to look at the list here one more time, probably. Oh, uh, jeez. Yeah, probably Uncharted Two. Well, I, I'm gonna have to go with Alpha Protocol because that's a game that's directly my my speed. But there's our final recommendation, guys. We're gonna get out of here, but Mox is going to pimp our shit. Mox, pimp that shit. You know what? Since this has been such an awesome episode and and we uh, we're kind of running, you know, long, I'm just gonna say this: you are all bad people. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. He's just kidding. We are uh, good people. Keep coming to our site, please. Uh. <laughs> You're you guys are. Oh, there, Gavin dropped out again. Yeah, fuck him. All right, have a good Drop night, it. everybody. Hey guys, that's it for us. Episode 25 of Elder Speak. Goodbye. Podcast for elder-geek.com. I think I dropped again. Hold on. No, no wait. You're, 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 you're good. All right, bye. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> bye. <laughs> God damn it. Bye, everybody. Okay. I love it.